Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It's time to go beast mode. You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. Joining us in studio, the traffic beast, Matt Bear. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm outstanding. Great to be here. Matt's got a little spring in his step today. He's got a little extra giddy up because a movie we've been talking about for a while is finally in theater starting today. And I'm shocked that you weren't at like a midnight screening. Matt Bear, your thoughts on Cocaine Bear. Oh, this is like my uh, <laughs> second trilogy of Star Wars. Here, you know? <laughs> Everybody's lined up for that. I'm ready to go see Cocaine Bear. No, I, I was looking at, at the cast of this, and this is like a really good movie. I mean, it has Ray Liotta. There's a lot of good yeah. actors in this movie. Now, it's kind of a parody story, but it's based off of a true story. Wait a minute. It's based off a true story? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, there yes. was a dude that was uh, in the air in a plane, and he dumped his cocaine over like a wooded area. As you do. Because the feds were on to him. Sure. We've all been there. Well, guess who found the cocaine? Matt Bear. Matt Bear, or a bear. <laughs> a bear. And for a couple of hours, this bear may have been the most dangerous thing on the planet. Now, it did not go on a rampage and kill people. I think it just had a heart attack and OD'd. But the legend of Cocaine Bear was born, and now there's kind of a tongue-in-cheek movie about it, and it's in theaters today. They took their own liberties in this movie, okay, because the bear does attack people, and that didn't happen in real life. I I think Elizabeth Banks directs it. Yes. I'm just smoking hot. And... um, the, the, the bear got into the cocaine. It didn't attack anybody, but then they made the movie. And it turns out this movie is is like, I don't want to say Oscar worthy. <laughs> people, people, I mean, it has like an 89% tomato meter reading right now, which is really good. I mean, that's like Castaway, you know? I mean, audiences are loving this because it's very difficult to do a horror movie that actually pairs in with comedy. There was that weird movie they tried to do that with a while ago that was like, I'm scared of white people or whatever, where there's like white people are evil and whatever. But this this one, this is a comedy mixed with horror that's phenomenal. And I'm, I'm just told people are loving it. People are going back for seconds and thirds. And a lot of people don't know this, but our record label, Hammer and Nigel Records, they asked us to write the soundtrack for this movie. <laughs> I'm a bear that snared all the spare <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and what's great is we had a bear sing it. Did you catch that? Yeah, you, that it was, was a bear singing the best song. Best singing bear I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh has met his match. <laughs> so good. So cocaine bear, which if you want to see the actual bear, I think it's stuffed at some sort of roadside attraction in Kentucky. <laughs> Like, if you go That's down to Kentucky... the best thing I've ever heard. That's such a Kentucky thing to do. I love it. They've yeah. got cocaine bear. Right the next to one. Crazy Kaplan's fireworks, right? <laughs> it's on the way to Bucky's. you got to stop and see cocaine bear. And if you're wondering if there are any promotional tie-ins, because, again, I can't believe they didn't ask Matt Bear to be there for the opening screening here in Indianapolis. Uh, there are some promotional tie-ins. Build-A-Bear! <laughs> Build-A-Bear Workshop and Universal Pictures have teamed up to bring you a fuzzy friend like no other. Introducing Cocaine Bear from Build-A-Bear. It's the same Build-A-Bear you've come to know and love, but this bear is stuffed full 
of cocaine. <laughs> Customize your cocaine bear with a special message. I am just a regular teddy bear. I am definitely not filled with cocaine. I love you, Pablo Escobar. Cocaine bear from Build-A-Bear. Cocaine not included. The Pablo Escobar was a great touch. Pablo Escobar is the name of mine. You're, you're trying to cocaine bear. You're trying to buy a Teddy Rupskin. You <laughs> 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 end up with a, with a Build-A-Bear loaded with cocaine. Sorry, kids. Uh, Matt Bear joining us in studio, traffic extraordinaire. You brought something to my attention this past week that I couldn't believe it. You had never heard of the term beer snake before. Oh, no, this was a, a new thing. And, and I, I didn't know what a beer snake, I, I've had a beer bong, uh, two stories. And um, I, I've done some <laughs> other, you know, the, the hat with the whiskey and the cup and, yes. and the Coke and all that. I, I've had that. Did not know what a beer, a beer snake was. And this was brought to your attention because there was an XFL game this past week where the fans were building a big beer snake and what that is is after you drink your cup of beer in the little plastic cup you start putting them together and it gets bigger and bigger and fans have to start adding and holding it up together that's called a beer snake well at this xfl game it was confiscated and people started throwing things onto the field diamonds are coming on the field so what this crew is upset about you see in the back of the end zone right there they have a tradition here amongst defenders fans and that is they make a beer cup snake out of their empty beer cups <laughs> and the stadium security took it away from them so now the fans are revolting now again you live a clean lifestyle now and you yes. look like a million damn dollars Thank you. but You'd never even heard of a beer snake before? I, I did not know what a beer snake was. It just, you know, it sounds like another application for binge drinking for the most part. And, and I, I get why they took it away because, I mean, you know, think about just doing a beer bong. I mean, that gets you buzzed at just doing one or, right. or and two, let alone having like several beers coming down the beer snake. Because that's what it is, right? I mean, you just hook up a big hose of cups, empty cups, and... It becomes the beer snake, right? Yeah. You drink your beer from the cup, and the cup is now empty, and you just stack all the empties together. And everybody in the crowd adds to it like Legos, and then it becomes this big, massive snake where people have to hold it up. And there may be a little backwash in the cup, so it's dripping on people. And Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's okay. how it works. I see. So here's great moments in beer snake history, Matt. This was when, <laughs> at Wrigley Field, the Cubs were playing the Cardinals. The bleacher bums in Wrigley... They like to have some beverages. Yeah. I think this was actually in the other section of Wrigley. They connected the beer snake from the upper deck to the lower deck. The cup snake is still alive. <laughs> you know, we're told, and Buster, you, you made this observation earlier to us in a commercial break, that uh, a lot of beer-soaked fans <laughs> underneath that cup snake. Some serious dedication because it's, it's being handled and they're being stacked you see this stream of beer coming out, <laughs> spilling all over the people underneath it. So, I mean, I think some fans have contributed actually a full or a half beer. And listen to that crowd. The Cubs were down six to nothing, and it was like the eighth inning, and you would have thought it was game seven of the World Series because they connected the beer cup from the upper level to the lower level. And who was the biggest fans of that? The Cardinals announcers, because I was watching that. I'm a huge Cards fan, as much to Hammer's chagrin. I loved what they were so excited for it. It's the most American moment. It just makes you proud. Red, white, and blue coming out of everywhere. Matt, I think you'll appreciate this one. 
this was another Wrigley Field moment. The Cubs were playing the Mets, and there was a big beer snake going, and the Mets TV announcer went over to talk to one of the fans who was just absolutely hammered. I want you to listen closely to what this fan says after the announcer says it's only the seventh inning. Can you uh, explain how the snake begins? Oh, for sure, Stevie. First off, I want to say hi to my mom, Kelly Johnson, my family, James, Allie, Jim. Love you guys. Basically, the snake starts sixth, seventh inning. Everyone's got a few beverages in. Someone stands up and goes, give me your cups. Give me your cups. You see a snake form up in the beginning. Everyone throws the cups. Now what? What is the eighth inning? Ninth inning? Seventh. Basically the eighth, Steve. Yeah. Basically the eighth, Steve. All the way up, that's all forms. Pretty simple. That's my favorite part of the whole thing. The announcer tells him it's the seventh thing. Basically the eighth, Steve. (laughs) Don't cut me off. That's like a little backwash beer dribbling on you as you watch the Cubs game. No, that's awesome. And, and uh, yeah, you go to the games, you go to Wrigley Field, you expect something like that, right? I right. Mean, okay, you want to have the fun. You want to do the thing. I think that's great. Be a fan. Matt Bear, you're the best. Love you guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.